0: hello and welcome to another episode of the empty parlor i am one of your hosts jeff lynch and i am the other host matt lamb and i just spilled a little bit of beer but let's keep going with it man hot off fuck yeah let's roll it dude babies we're just going we no restart fuck yeah dude we're we're
1: off to a rolling start fuck yes absolutely but i should have made myself so that's what i you know what fucking what a dumb decision i made i was just kidding like i'll just go into it i guess i just got over telling jeff about a shit day i had at work and instead of you know like doing the average american thing where it's like i'm gonna go home and drink i'm like i want fucking chinese food (laughs) let's
2: just eat some american chinese food and just eat our eat our shame away
1: that's the american way because like i eat junk food all the time anyway so it was like a
0: barely a reward (laughs) i had a pretty normal day today and i'm just uh Drink. I had two pseudo sous in the fridge. If you guys don't know what pseudo sous is, it's a really good IPA, or they call it just pale ale. It's definitely an IPA from decora at a place called Toppling Goliath Brewery. So if you never had it, try it out. It's good stuff, dude. Try it out. Try it out. Try it out. But yeah, I I bought some vanilla
1: vodka the other night, which sounds like a fucking nightmare. I I bought it because I wanted to make like I should have just bought Captain Morgan, like a normal human. But I, was, I had a, a two-liter of Coke that I got from, like, a delivery the other night, and I wanted to drink, and I wanted to use up that Coke, because I don't usually drink soda, and I don't like to have it just sitting in the fridge and getting flat. So I was like, oh, like, what goes good with Coke? So I literally just Googled an article on, like, what to mix with Coke, and number eight was vanilla vodka. The rest were, like, normal shit. It was like, make a rum and Coke, make a Long Island iced tea, make a Jack and Coke, make a... So, and then they had some other like wild shit that I didn't want to fuck with. Like, uh, it's like, oh, fuck. There's some like South American popular drink that they mix with Coke that I, I wasn't going to like try new liquors. And then the other was red wine and Coke, which is popular in Spain. Hmm. So I wasn't trying to do that. Red wine and Coke is actually pretty fucking tasty. I have done it before, but I wasn't trying to do that. <laughs> that, uh, that wasn't the vibe I was trying to have that night.
0: Yeah, that sounds like a weird... That's not, I mean, I'm sure it's tasty, but, I mean, I don't know. I feel like there's it's, a time and place for wine, and if I'm, I'm I'm drinking wine, I'm trying to just really chill and have a good old conversation.
1: Yeah, like, that's exactly it is. Red wine and Coke is the perfect, like, you have a bunch of buddies over and you're not trying to get too drunk right away kind of drink. It's kind of a, we started drinking at four, we're going to make food at six kind of beverage. where You don't want to be shithouse drunk at six o'clock. But you definitely want to have a good buzz going, and then you can start drinking a little bit heavier. And since you've been drinking wine, you probably can slide into hard liquor a little easier from wine IMO than from beer. I've- like If you're <laughs> beer drunk and you start drinking hard liquor, it's a nightmare.
0: I feel like I can slide into anything if I'm wine drunk, dude. I feel so slippery and smooth when I'm wine drunk. <laughs> <laughs> wine drunk is the <laughs> Wine drunk is just like I
1: feel kind of sexy all like just everywhere right yeah,
0: now. Yeah, dude, I feel like it'd be completely appropriate for me to like like slide into a room if I'm wine drunk, like lead with my right leg and then let the rest of my body come in this behind boop. it. No one would question, and be like, oh, dude, Jeff's just Jeff's just hammered on wine. <laughs> he's just
1: he's just feeling himself. It's so wild. Like I I don't know if I've ever talked about this before, but just how you like different drunks are for sure a thing, and the fact that. It hasn't really been particular Like, I feel like it has been quantified, but it it's not like a commonplace. Like, the difference between like an indica and a sativa is way more hotly contested than wine drunk versus whiskey drunk versus beer drunk. It's they're all they're all
0: so different. Yeah, a hundred percent, bro. Like, I I hundred percent agree with you. However, I mean, it's all alcohol, but I I think the main thing is is how fast it hits you and like. So I feel like some people are like, "I'm whiskey, like, oh, watch out, T- Todd's whiskey drunk over there, he'll oh, fuck you up." And I think it's almost like he just got like so drunk so fast that his body doesn't know what to do, and he's just just automatically goes to aggression when he, what you know, fight or flight. I mean,
1: it might be that, but also like to me, like it's kind of you can kind of make the same argument with weed. It's like being high is being high. Yeah, <laughs> I wouldn't know, of course.
0: I mean, from all but, the research <laughs> I've done, from from all what the I've, papers from, I've read. <laughs> from, from, from my research all the papers i've, I've unfurled uh, and read through yeah exactly <laughs> uh
1: from what i've researched being in high opposite and being half an in indica and being half a fucking hybrid like it's it's still it's all the same thing in the end so it's, it's kind of the same it's it's a it's a matter of subtlety and i think that's where it's at is but i think that's where whiskey drunk to me like i do feel like i feel just I like I, I don't necessarily get aggressive, but I definitely feel like
0: much more confident when I'm like I got a little bit of whiskey in me. If I think about it, almost like like a two D wave function, like a fucking whiskey drunk is jagged spikes, and a wine drunk mm. is like nice fucking like what is that like a sine wave? Like a good sine wave is like a good old good old wine drunk, yeah. or maybe like a maybe like a slow rolling beer drunk. Because I mean, I've been whiskey drunk off beer, like I'll drink like. One time I didn't know the – I guess, I was also thirsty and probably didn't give a fuck, but I drank, like, three real hard-hitting,
2: real fucking
0: heavy stouts back to back to back. And my wife and my buddy's wife showed up to see my buddy and me at 5 p.m. singing karaoke that didn't exist in a bar with not the music we were singing to, and we were playing fucking Buck Hunter completely blacked out. <laughs> so, yes. so like, we, you can get whiskey drunk off beer for sure.
1: <laughs> uh, the fucking worst way to go is – fucking because speaking of whiskey and beer the worst thing you can fucking do is boiler makers though that is yeah. the worst drunk i've ever experienced that is an
0: intense drunk i do i wouldn't i don't mind a a nice uh boiler maker like in the beginning of the night but like slamming those things that's a good beginning of the yeah. yeah
1: no a boiler maker is a i'm trying to get drunk right now but i'm like you and also for anyone who is not aware a boiler maker is well you, there are two different ways you can do it anyway anyway common way well anyway it's just is, alcohol and beer well, I mean, it's specifically whiskey and beer. Yo, there's
0: a okay. Before I, I have a feeling. Do you know the loaded word you might be about to say about like the Irish whiskey and and uh, cr- uh what is that cream liquor or whatever? And so- oh no, I was just gonna say that like a okay. boiler
1: maker. You can either down the beer and then down the shot, or ah. you can put the shot directly in the beer.
0: Okay, okay, I got gotcha. you.
1: Yeah, 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 that's it. Like that's the only like two quote unquote like ways of a boiler maker is you take the whiskey and you either pour it in the beer. Or you drink your beer and then you do a shadow. I mean, which to me doesn't really seem like a Boilermaker. I think the Boilermaker to me makes much more sense to actually just put it in, unless you're. Pounding it, which in which case, I, I've never chugged a beer. That's the dumbest fucking oh, thing. Oh, dude, I love will
0: if, 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 if I have the right setting, dude, I'll fucking chug a beer. But uh, if it's heavy enough, I'll probably throw up. <laughs>
1: dude, I can't chug a fucking thing. Like, I can't chug water. Like, my, my dumb throat just won't open, and I just
0: choke. Bro, Christina Pazinski, I'm coming after you for the water champ title, dude. I can chug water over the best of them, bro.
1: Goddamn, I can't. Like, dude, I, I can barely keep myself fucking hydrated, let alone pound <laughs> anything. Like... Dude, I I drink I I all I've had to drink today is like a glass of Coke and a cup of coffee. Holy shit, that needs to I need to fix that. I think <laughs>
0: I drank two cups of coffee this morning, and then we got a new coffee maker in the mail, and then I had another cup of coffee, and then I drank water all day. And now I'm drinking some Brusky. I had coffee and Coke. Jesus Christ. No wonder I'm fucking...
1: Maybe that's why I feel like goddamn garbage all the time. Dude, are you like a fucking <laughs>
0: stockbroker, dude? Just blasted
1: on Coke all day long drinking, drinking dude, coffee? Blasted on fucking Coke and coffee. <laughs> fucking... I'm mean, a mortgage closer, dude. Coffee is for closers. <laughs>
0: coffee? Yeah, you're in the Fuck. mortgage game, dude. That's <laughs> ridiculous. Coffee is for closers. God. Th- imagine like just like the fucking antiquated business tac- tactics of of decades ago so fucking stupid <laughs> dude, i i miss like i don't
1: i'm obviously i don't miss it because i never was there but i miss fucking the I, idea of a nine to five including a fucking hour-long lunch break where people would get drunk like when the <laughs> when did
0: that go away that's bullshit dude i did you uh so I, all the jobs that i've really i've had i feel like i would be irresponsible to drink alcohol during but get this man while i was in the air force doing combat missions in like they they must I don't they must have changed it now but like at the time they didn't like update the rules for our like I, like behind a computer but also in combat position that I was in I was completely legally allowed to go have two fucking beers and then come back to work and operate in like help operate a multi million dollar piece of machinery in in combat <laughs> how fucking nuts is that holy fuck <laughs> yeah I think they'd probably changed it now but I remember at the time like somebody's like hey you want to get a beer over lunch or whatever like go to the fucking casino that's across the fucking street and uh it's like no how about we fucking don't dude like shit is hot right now like stuff is yeah we're watching explosions we probably shouldn't have a fucking beer (laughs) but i guess it was completely legal at the time dude that's nuts (laughs) did i remember uh what the
1: hell's going on sorry uh i remember i used to work for a big bank i'll put it that way so i don't like i guess it doesn't matter. I'm just trying. I just don't like to say where I work. Yeah, no, some no points it, yeah. it bites me in the ass. But uh, I, the building caught on fire, and I just like left. But some people, depending on where they worked, had to go back to work. Jesus. No, 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 no. They didn't have to go back to work. But apparently, now, now I remember. I was, I was mixing up details in my head. Apparently, like so many of them went to the local grocery store and had mimosas. That <laughs> they were all like let's just not go to work anyway cuz they literally just went they went into the cuz it was it was i think 10 in the morning when the building was officially on fire maybe nah, not no it, it was earlier. no earlier. it was earlier
0: than that it was uh, it was that morning i actually worked at, i worked at the same place that you worked at before we yeah. knew each other dude it was like Which 4 it, it was like 4am cuz that day that the place lit on fire i worked in that place that that uh, lit up, and no one—I don't think there's any official story what happened. From what I understand, maybe some cables behind a fucking TV in the wall uh, lit on fire. Who knows? But I—I I, that was my first time full-time employee there at that job because I was a being—I was a temp prior to that. So I, lit, I legit got a week off my first day, my first <laughs> full-time week at uh, at that place of business that we both worked at. I got for free, dude. I got my first full week just chilling at home, playing fucking Halo Five at the time. I think. <laughs>
1: Fuck yes, absolutely. It it was definitely one of the weirdest moments of my adult life because my roommate sends me a picture of like, he either sent me a picture or an actual news article, but either way it was uh, so-and-so campus on fire. And I was like, yeah, right. <laughs> and, I, and I just drove all the way there and I got a message on my phone on the way to work the building is on fire. Don't come right now. <laughs> it's like fucking what? <laughs> like So, I just ended up going shopping.
0: Oh, nice, dude. You get anything? Yeah. Do you remember anything that you bought specifically? No, I ended up going shopping with some coworkers.
1: And not buying anything, but I, I went shopping with them. It's just kind of like a, hey, let's go hang out at the mall kind of ordeal. God
0: damn We were acting like this happened in fucking 1997, bro. This was happened like yeah. three years ago.
1: <laughs> Dude, I don't remember shit. Dude, I don't remember fucking... Quarantine absolutely fucked my... I mean, my memory has already been terrible, but man, it got so... It's gotten so much worse.
0: Honestly, for these podcasts, I literally have to go through our text conversations to see what we were talking about previous to us uh, actually sitting down to podcast so I can refresh myself what we were talking about.
1: Oh dude fucking I barely remember what we're talking about in the same podcast sometimes.
0: Oh, yeah, for sure. Uh I completely understand when the when I listen to a ton of podcasts, I'd hear like these, you know, pseudo celebrities or even celebrities like, yeah, I don't know, man. If you come up to me trying to talk to me about what was in my podcast, I'm not going to fucking remember. And at the time, I thought like, ah, that's kind of a shitty thing. But, dude, we've only done, what, 12 episodes now? This is episode 13. Uh, I don't remember shit. Like, I remember the main beats. I remember we talked about Be- the Bell Witch because that's just so funny to me. But beyond like the Bell Witch, the dancing play, we talked about dinosaurs one time. Talked about aliens besides that it's like fuck dude i don't i don't have that in my brain anymore bro
1: <laughs> it's uh, yeah it's
0: well it's that's the other thing
1: is i think there are so many of our podcasts are alike that it's trying to keep anything at all related is just it's not going to happen i barely like i know that we talk We ch- i mean we don't even talk about the thing we're supposed to be talking about anymore at this point No, oh, we've been going for and a good 13
0: minutes and 47 seconds right now and uh we haven't talked about our main subject but that's fine
1: i mean if I, if it, at least with this one we didn't have any big pro- like we didn't have any big promises we fucked up to swamp april real bad
0: oh yeah we ended up talking about how we're gonna get fake phds by the way guys uh as you all may know, if you follow this, uh, my wife, is, my wife is very good at <laughs> at graphic design and is a ninja ninja on Photoshop, and she can literally just she's create, also just a ninja. Yeah, regular. she's a regular ninja too. Hey, did she? She did some fucking kickboxing for a couple of years. So she could probably kick some people's legs out. But uh, she told me that she can make a fucking. Thomas Francis University PhD certificate for both of us very, very easily, and we have access to a lot of print material too. So just saying, dude, we can just have those degrees, and what is somebody going to do, come into our house and fucking rip it off our wall? I mean, we're just as qualified as those fuckers are. What, what kind of material are they are they providing the, <laughs> the Thomas Francis University students? that are like, okay, as you saw on the History Channel, Ancient Aliens, there is America's Book of Secrets, and only a f- select few people know about it surprise we're the we're the ones that know about America's book of secrets at Thomas Francis University we're going to open it up for you guys
2: today get the fuck out of here yeah
1: it's 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 mind blowing <laughs> but now now we have to get these real fake degrees yeah there is that there is still that part of me though there to like, take the just coursework
3: pure, <laughs>
1: just pure curiosity like
0: what could this possibly look like dude i bet the i bet the user experience is terrible. I bet it's. I bet it is just straight up fucking DOS level bullshit. Like <laughs> <laughs> the fucking UI is
1: just like 1997 AOL fucking garbage. You have
0: to type in commands. Op- open. <laughs>
1: the mouse doesn't fucking work. Like you literally have to control shift or not control shift. Like. Alt tab your way across fucking pages
0: and Bro, you could just tab (laughs) you could just use a command slash get PhD. Boom, we're done. (laughs) That's how you get it. Like surprise.
1: Everything else here is bullshit. You have to data mine your fucking PhD. (laughs) It's like a fucking bitcoin. You have to fucking run a com- super algorithm to get your fucking PhD to print, like, several different pages, which you then glue together, like, in the fucking Da Vinci Code, and then take a fucking picture and turn that into a JPEG, <laughs> which you then render yourself into your degree.
0: They're like, what you didn't realize. What you did not realize is that Thomas Francis University PhD is actually a fourth-dimensional entity that is controlled by aliens, and it only is bestowed upon you if you prove yourself worthy enough within the mystical arts. In order to receive this, and it'll only come to you, but you st- you still got to give us that seven hundred dollars though.
1: <laughs> yeah, Oh, no, it's a uh, thirteen hundred. Oh shit! Yeah. Don't,
0: don't get it, don't get it twisted. It is more than a thousand dollars. Sorry, let me correct myself. Thirteen hundred dollars. One thousand three hundred dollars.
1: Yeah, it's like it's like twelve something, but I mean it's thirteen hundred dollars.
0: Oh man, I can't it's imagine the hidden fees all... they put in there too. Bro,
1: like you know that there's gonna be like can you imagine the fucking uh the like oh what is it called uh alumni (laughs) bullshit like
0: i didn't even think of class reunions (laughs) hey we got the ancient aliens guy over there (laughs) i mean just also like
1: you get sent all this alumni, like, give us some more money stuff from your colleges. We need to fund the football <laughs> <Yeah>. team. <laughs> oh my god. What, are, what is the fucking mascot of this university? Do they have a football team? Bro, Can I get a Bigfoot scholarship?
0: The fucking Bell Witch, bro. Are you kidding me?
1: <laughs> nah, I feel like the Bell Witches are going to be is our thesis. I feel like we oh are the my ones god, who broke you're right. the
0: fucking. We, bro- <laughs> we are cryptozoologists we, we- already by virtue because we already. We're like those kids that are like in eighth grade and they build a nuclear reactor in their garage and they're like, dude, just take the fucking PhD. You don't need to teach a shit. You know? (laughs) It's
1: just, we got to do it. I mean. We could
0: write a hell of a thesis on the Bell Witch, bro.
1: (laughs) We absolutely could. I mean,
3: it's our fucking (laughs) cryptid. We
0: we took something and made it better. About 5,000 times better just by reading like a wikipedia article and watching an hour-long quote-unquote documentary we created a better version of the bell witch way better than that fucking bullshit giving this guy a fucking facial paralysis that's garbage maybe she <laughs> did it or it whatever view. is the bell witch we're we gonna genderify the bell witch or is it just gonna be the bell witch no gender involved there's no point right i mean
1: i feel like because witchcraft was gender neutral like men could be witches Back in the witch days, so maybe, but he, they did describe it as a woman, but they also did describe it as a large dog.
0: <laughs> so, who fucking knows? It's, but I mean, a dog can be a. I, dude, I think it's just better to go uh, gender neutral on this Bell Witch because you. I don't know. I feel like they they I feel like they refer to her as
1: a she. Yeah, but because, they're all misogynistic yeah, no, no,
0: assholes though.
1: But I feel like they said that they like they saw a woman. They also saw a fucking I, I, dog I, I, and
0: a genie. Aren't genies like? <laughs> aren't genies supposed to be men or some bullshit like that? Like demon guys?
1: Uh, I feel like there is a female version of Jin. I might be wrong on that. I know that like there's succubuses and incubuses which are different, and they're not at all like genies. But I feel like there's also a no no women can be genies because there was that show I, I Dream of Genie. She was a genie, I think. <laughs> was that what that show was about? I don't fucking know, actually. I, I think I Dream a Genie that?
0: was just like I f- ma- I don't know, bro. I didn't watch that. I remember it was on TV Land, and I always just skipped it. Because I was like, what the fuck, dude? You can't cast spells wiggling in your fucking nose. I don't know, dude. I was all in the really act. Oh, okay, yeah. So I didn't know.
1: <laughs> okay. Oh, Jesus Christ. This is a terrible show. Why? So rescued rescued from a bottle and a deserted island by a u.s astronaut which why well, was an astronaut on a deserted island who fucking knows yeah, they, uh, it, a skin? what the fuck hold
0: on a second dude so they're saying that a that a astronaut went to a deserted island for one that's fucking ridiculous because they're assuming that they're just willy-nilly and throwing throwing fucking astronauts into the ocean there's a spot in the ocean that's like thousands of miles away from any other land that we send astronauts to and all space junk. So wh- where the fuck is this talk, dude? This show is so bad already. <laughs> what the fuck? Like what?
1: Whatever. That's already the dumbest fucking way to start a show. Yeah. But um, a scantily clad genie named Genie becomes his slave oh. and eventually falls in love with him.
0: Oh wow. Hey, that's not a. Uh- that's not completely fucking bastardizing gender fucking norms at all. Hey, women are our slaves, and this one is a genie, so it's okay. Get the fuck out of here, dude. What is that, 1970s or 80s, or what kind of antiquated fucking that, bullshit this, is that? Uh,
1: holy shit, it's an old fucking show, dude. Uh, the first episode was September 18th, 1965, and the final episode was May 26 1970. It was a five-year run, and it was... Back in when I totally forget that TV even fucking
0: existed. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, dude, I gotta say, I uh, baked some bread and I fucking had to slice it. And I'm not gonna lie, the the phrase like this is better than the invention of sliced bread or whatever the fuck people say is completely legit. And that's like the kind of the same thing as like this is better than the color TV because uh, sliced bread was not has not been around that fucking long either. Isn't that strange? There are people older than sliced bread. That's so crazy to me. Also, what a fucking invention! Nineteen twenty, be like,
1: I, I invented a machine that cuts bread, and people
0: were like, "Holy fuck, dude, my, dude, come on, man!" It's such a huge thing. Like, you get you get evenly sliced bread, bro. It is so hard. You do. I mean, like, you make like a you make like a loaf, you make like a pan loaf, or you make sourdough or, or whatever. It is almost impossible to cut that shit straight. And even, especially like even like even if you have a very very sharp knife, which makes it easier, I don't think these it's people in the twenties. Bro, bread knives aren't that fucking good. They're gonna. There's some. I don't know. Try it out. Fucking buy buy a buy a loaf of sourdough and come <laughs> back. I mean, I
1: we used to buy fucking like I don't know. I've I've had no struggles using a proper bread knife. But also, one of my favorite things to do would, was. Uh, going to the grocery section Or the bakery section rather of And punching stores. the fucking and loaves you asshole No uh, <laughs> getting uh, Getting like the crazy Artisan bread that they would make And then watching them slice it for you mm that's just fucking i every time i was so excited Oh, these
0: days i've i've seen that they just put it in a machine and then it just comes out sliced. that's what i mean oh, that's yeah, what yeah. i mean like
1: it was it, i like the machine i'm not i i like machines i i'm a fucking simple man i used to work at the fucking i used to work at a hardware store and it was my job to operate the paint machine and i don't think i've loved a job as much as i have that like it's the, overall it sucked but playing with the paint machine was fucking awesome
0: well how did that work that it was like a big centrifuge and they just you put like dyes into yeah paint base
1: so basically every color palette at a paint store has a certain code and then there's a whole system like i'm assuming it's a software that you download based on the color palette that you purchase and update and all that shit Mm -hmm. and basically every color like every color swap that you get from like their whole selection because like literally that's why they put them out there is you give it to the person you say i want this color and then that gives me a code i boop beep boop in a fucking code and that puts in one like a mix of literally three colors or i guess four because it because white isn't a color and black is kind of a color i guess but otherwise it was you know No, wait, never mind. There was a shit ton of colors. I'm totally wrong. There was a bunch (laughs) of fucking colors. Ignore everything I just said. I just remembered fucking putting in the tint and how terrifying that was. Because if you fucked up, it was bad
0: news. Uh, Yeah, I mean, dude, I can just go to my color settings on my computer right now and change the fucking tint by one degree and it fucking changes shit drastically.
1: Oh, no, I just mean like if you is because there was literally like you would pour like the tint into its like its own receptacle. And there was times that I almost poured the wrong color into the wrong receptacle. And that's like a whole fucking problem.
0: It sounds like you'd fucking destroy like a hundred thousand dollar piece of equipment or something. (laughs)
1: i think you just have to flush that one specifically and just waste such a ton of money uh, and then clean it out but it's still just like a giant because i mean it's all it does is it just squirts that tint into whatever paint thing so you literally just have to clear it so that it doesn't fuck it up but anyways so you, you enter in a thing and then it squirts it into so the paint that you buy at stores you can, that's why you can't just go and pick up a fucking like a thing of paint from a paint store just this is a pro tip for anyone listening if you want white paint you have to specifically ask for a can of white paint because either a they'll show you like on the shelf where just a like a gallon of white paint is, otherwise you will grab uh, so different. T- I don't. I'm just gonna go fully into how to make fucking paint at a I store. I think anybody I that's listening <laughs>
0: right now is is in, dude. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> so
1: uh, different level. So different colors require different amounts of tinctures, obviously. So different uh, paint buckets on the shelf will have different layers of paint, like pigment, in the actual bottle. So that way, like, if you only need, like, a little bit of off-white and you want, like, a gray, you would use, I think it was, like, uh, the A version of this type of paint, and then that way it would fill it to a certain amount. Versus, like, if you wanted a real dark red or a black, you would want the D, which is the lowest amount of, like, paint in the gallon so that it could have enough room to fill it up. And then you put it in the shaker and it shakes it all up. It was fucking fun. Literally, like, the fact that I still remember how to do it just goes to show how fucking much fun I enjoyed it. Because it was literally, like, the other thing, too, is I think that anybody who watches their paint get shaken up has the exact same joy that I had every single time. And giving that joy to people, like, I vibed off of that joy. (laughs)
0: just was fucking awesome my my father-in-law worked at a paint store for a little while so i i I actually would like to ask him about that because he was like a manager at one of those before he retired and uh i bet he has that i bet uh, (laughs) that'd be pretty funny if that's like a way that i bonded with my father-in-law is it's it's over shaking paint
1: (laughs) Dude, it was a lot of like that job was when i did it in my hometown that was probably the best job i'd ever had but then when i switched to the store in a larger city it was just garbage why because that store had a gr- that well that store had a gr- like a grocery section and for some reason my department was in charge of the grocery section it made no what sense what the fuck <laughs>
0: hey how about you shake up this paint real quick and also can you go chop up like 14 pineapples for us we need them fast the
1: fuck well dog? i mean by groceries i mean like <laughs> like bags of chips and shit. Like oh that. But okay. it it's like-, like a
0: bodega almost but with a paint store in the back
1: well, it's it's a full-on hardware store. So like, I mean, there was plumbing, there was all sorts of other shit.
0: Oh my god. So it's like the, like the like the pre uh evolved version of like Tysons where it's just like it's like, "Hey, Rednecks, come here to get all your Redneck shit, and also we have snacks Hang for you."
1: Well, I mean, it's it, I mean, I'm just like it's the equivalent of a like a Lowe's or whatever. Like I just did I'm just I'm, I again, I'm intentionally leaving out where I have worked. Oh, that's fine. Yeah, it's the equivalent of like a Lowe's or a Home Depot or something like that. It's like a full-on store, but I would have to stock because I was pissed. I was furious because I quit my fucking job at a grocery store to work at the hardware store. <laughs> hey, bitch, the bell witch is coming to fuck your life up. I, <laughs>
3: dude, I was right back to the grocery so store. mad
1: i was so fucking mad because i hated stocking shelves with like i hated stocking groceries it was my i fucking hated it like that was why i quit my fucking job also i didn't like the management at that fucking store but i worked at a fucking grocery store hated stocking groceries absolutely like got a job at this other hardware store that the small one in my hometown that was dope because it didn't have fucking i mean it had like it had some groceries but that amount was like we have a giant box of fucking potato chips that we're gonna set out front here fucking set up this display like shit like that whatever don't like I wasn't constantly restocking shelves. And I go to the other one. Uh, it was like, f- like 45 minutes south of where I went to college. And the only reason I even made that drive was because like, I just I transferred. And it was it was bullshit. But I just I needed a job. And they, that was where the fucking groceries were. And oh my god, it was
0: oh, <laughs> that sounds fucking. It was terrible, so dumb, man. So <clears throat> not only is your current it was the job a fucking, fucking, fucking slog, your fucking other job lit on fire and then that job you <laughs> that job you had to <laughs> stock grocery shelves it, when you left your other oh job before God. that to get away from stocking shelves
1: it was oh, fucking <laughs> yeah. awful also oh, what made me real fucking mad was so at my normal store uh, when we because yeah it's, and it was all fucking so stupid when you put out sales tags at my Oh, at my original store you put up sales tags throughout the day so that you would fucking go home when the store closed yeah this other fucking place oh and they didn't put it on the schedule there's the other fucking kicker jesus uh the other place you weren't allowed to put out sales tags until the store was closed and then you didn't get paid for overtime you just worked extra sounds illegal
0: <laughs> yeah you're not it a was salary employee fucking, so they can't fucking do that
1: Well, yeah, I was hourly, so, I mean, I just – because I wasn't working more than 40 hours a week, my 10-hour day was now suddenly a 12-hour day against my will because the store closed at 10, but, oh, no, suddenly I'm working noon to midnight. Fuck off. Dude, you have a series of bad jobs, bro. Dude, uh, it was bullshit because that was the thing is I would work – I would work, one, because I was in college and I didn't want to drive 45 minutes every day after school work so i would work one day during the week because they got pissed at me for not working during the week and then i would work 10 hour days on the weekend so i would work
0: like 25 hours or so every week dude if these places want cheap fucking labor stop treating kids like shit stop treating kids like they're a fucking like adult with kids and they need the fucking they absolutely need to go to work and maintain this reputation you fucking assholes i've seen that so many times it's It's like what the fuck dude sorry i quit that job the most
1: Fucking ballsy way I've ever quit a job in my entire you life.
0: scream, you're you fight, you're like I'm fucking quitting. Scream it. <laughs> More or I'm going, less. To
1: so, <laughs> going to fucking sports clips. Going to fucking sports clips. Nah. So I was so I was so fucking pissed. So I worked, uh, I worked Thursdays and weekends. That was it. That was my schedule. I worked fucking Thursdays and I worked weekends. Yeah. So Thanksgiving comes around, and I live three hours uh, north of my hometown, and I was gonna drive home for Thanksgiving. And, again, I work Thursdays and weekends. Thanksgiving is on a Thursday, so I didn't think I need to take the Wednesday off to go home. Or And I also didn't need to take the day after, like, Black Friday, because I don't work. Like, I don't work. Like, that's my schedule. I work Thursdays and Fridays. I don't work other days. Like, they can fuck off. <laughs> and they scheduled me till midnight the day before thanksgiving and then 5 a.m black friday wow. and i was like quit <laughs> it yeah i was like yeah i was like you know so i was like uh, i'm not supposed to work these days and they're like well everybody works these days and i was like well i don't <laughs> so like uh, that's not my schedule like also like how do you know that i could work though? I was like I-, I gave you an established schedule you can't just tell me i have to show up and i told you i can't they're like well we know you're on break from school and i was like that doesn't matter you can't that's complete bullshit that you can do that like i told you my days you can't just assume that i'm free
0: those days yeah they can go just, and, like, just straight up just chug a 12 pack of assholes that's so fucking yeah. stupid
1: <laughs> so they were like well you can either show up or you can get fired and i was like or oh, i can fucking quit and they were like well, if that's your decision and i'm like it is
0: good stand up for yourself man
1: that's some bullshit oh dude i was so well my parents were so mad at me though, but it just, I was like, no, fuck that. Like, no, I, I even, t- I even bargained too. I was like, look, I will work the midnight before, like, I'll give you that, but I'm not going to drive home for Thanksgiving, have f- like, and then go immediately back home to sleep for two hours. Cause you need me there at five in the fucking morning the next day. Like, absolutely not. I'm not going to Dude, here's that.
0: my philosophy on work, man. <clears throat> like you, if you're in a job that you don't like. That's fine, but if you go home and like on your days off, you think about what you have to do at the job you don't like. Fucking try it as hard as you can to find a new fucking job. Like if you love a job and you think about that on your time off, that's what that's what should be happening. But there's so many people that I talk to and hear hear like these stories from that are like, oh man, I'm fucking uh, I got all this shit I got to do on Monday. It's like, bro, it's fucking Thursday and you and Friday's a holiday. Like, you should very. Like you should consider getting a new fucking job because wh- who wants to live in that fucking hell? And that's what they were trying to like. That's almost like what they were like instilling as you into you as a as an early fucking twenty what twenty years old or whatever. Like yeah, it was like twenty. Yeah, years they're old like life. conditioning conditioning you to ha- like to be. To normalize dreading going into a shitty job. Like, you should never have to fucking go hang out with your family and be like, I'll get a fucking three hour drive. I absolutely have to fucking work tonight or whatever because I'm scheduled. That's such, that's so ridiculous to me, at least. I don't know if I sound like some sort of fucking libtard or whatever to some people, but that is so fucking dumb. You should never have to dread going into a job you don't like and literally feel like you have no other options. And a lot of people have that. It's fucking terrible, dude.
1: Yeah. It was, I mean, I think the biggest piece of horseshit to me was, again, that. They were like, "Well, we know you're not in school, so we know you don't have anything else That's going on." I mean. well, shit, That's you. what I mean. Shit, fuck you. That's what I mean. They're like trying.
0: They're like trying to say like, that this terrible thing is a priority.
1: Well, also, it's like, how do you know I don't have other fucking thing important things scheduled? Right. Like, you don't think that like I have other things? You can't just schedule me on days that I don't have approved to be scheduled. Like, you don't know my actual life. You know that I'm not in school, but you have no idea what the fuck else I could have been doing. Like, yep. You can't just assume I was like. Oh, I was so mad! The fact that they and I think that was also the ir- other irritating part. And they're like, "Well, everybody has to." And I was like, "Well, <laughs> that's the dumbest shit I've ever fucking." Nobody heard. has to do like, anything,
0: bitch. <laughs>
1: no, that's really what it was. Is I was like, well, "They're like, oh, you can show up, or you can quit." And I was like, "Cool," I, or you can get fired. And I was like, "Cool." Now I quit. Fuck all of you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. What I, the fuck? My, is the point? my manager tried. My manager tried to like stop me. He's like, "So you're just quitting?" And I was like, "Yeah." I showed up for like my last. A couple days that week and they're like all right well bye and i was like yeah good bye like yeah.
0: fuck this place it's like i'm not gonna talk shit about people that work in those those environments or like choose to work in those places or like maybe they you know have to whatever like whatever life situation they're in to be working there i'm not gonna speak badly of them but bro fuck you if you try to tell me i have to do something eat my oh, fucking yeah. butthole with a fucking spoon dude that is such bullshit i don't have to do anything like, that's, like, what we were talking about before. Uh, yeah. Nothing fucking matters. I'm just going to do whatever is, like, I feel the fucking necessary. And it's, like, if yeah, like, you huff know, my whole ass. Yeah. Like, dude, I, I have, if I got to go to work to be able to feed my family and shit, of course I'm going to go to work. But the second I don't, you can fucking eat my shit. Like, I'm the, I'm oh, the yeah, fuck that out of here.
1: <laughs> that was the other thing, too. It's, like, uh, you're going to tell a kid with literally the lowest life priorities to, that he has to show up. During the one time of the year that he has a vacation right now, right? Okay, okay, cool. Fucking bye. Like, like, how fucking dumb are you? Oh,
0: dude, I'm gonna fucking play into your trickle down economics, and I gotta fucking pay my part, and I gotta eat shit for fucking twenty years to be able to get to the point where the shit starts trickling down to me. Nah, dude, fuck you. Fuck you telling me I have to do something. Fuck you telling me there's rules to whatever, dude. Like, there is clearly fucking like a loose set of rules in a society, but like honestly. Give me a fucking break! Telling telling me I have to work on a certain day, like dude, no.
1: Especially on days that I didn't have approved. Like that's, yeah, that's what I mean. If I if I if I had openings, like if if my Wednesdays and my Fridays were open, and they scheduled me for both of that, I would have been like, ah, oh, that sucks. My you know my fucking service industry job has me on a fucked schedule but technically like i work wednesdays and fridays that's just their decision and, yeah and then i would have eaten it then i would have been like that's business like whatever i'll fucking deal with it i'll just not, i'll just skip thanksgiving this year not a big deal but the fact that i had those days like i don't work wednesdays and i don't work fridays so yeah you know i don't have to worry about it and then being like i think that that the biggest thing that got me was the Well, we know you're not in school. Well, you don't know what the fuck else I'm doing on Wednesdays and Fridays. I could have a fucking other job. Big time private investigators.
0: Yeah, eat your whole ass. Yeah.
1: (laughs) It's like, how do you know I don't have... Like, I never told you. I don't have to tell you if I have another job. I don't have to tell you if I have other things. Like, I could have had private fucking contractor work that I would have been doing. Like, you can't fucking tell me, oh, just because we know you're not in school that we can schedule you on your days off. Eat my
0: whole dick. Yeah, who knows? Like, what the fuck? You could have had, like, a surgery it's scheduled. Like what yeah. the fuck? Hey, hey, you rant for a little bit or something. I have speaking of having to do stuff, I am going to fucking piss my pants. So, yeah. <laughs> all right. So, sorry everybody, yeah. here's Matt for a minute.
1: I just this is this is, this rant goes out for all of you fucking people who know this life, who are sitting in a job listening to this podcast at a job that you don't really want to be at. Just know shit sucks. Fuck your boss. Do what you gotta do. Don't just quit like I did if you need your job. But if your job has given you what you need and you can afford to quit and you're not gonna absolutely fucking totally absolutely fuck yourself if you decide to bail. Like, again, me, when I totally bailed, I was just some broke college kid who the difference between making $100 that week and not making $100 that week really wasn't a huge difference to me because in the end I was still poor and barely surviving so that extra money wasn't gonna fucking matter anyway I was mostly working out of principle so when I fucking quit it didn't affect me at all so don't just totally fucking quit but if you have the opportunity to tell your boss to eat your whole dick it's the best feeling in the fucking world and I absolutely recommend it to any of you that can because for real I don't think I've ever felt better than telling that person nah, you can't make me. I won't do it. And they had to just take it. They had all of this power. They thought that they had the power. They're like, we can make you work Wednesdays even if you don't work. You can work Fridays even if you don't work. And I was like, nah, you have no power over me. Fuck you. And that feeling, to this day, one of my favorite feelings in the world, absolutely cannot get enough of it. It was literally the most empowering. Because, I mean, I was... I was a bum of a fucking college student. I had no self-esteem. I was just super, I was super emo. I basically was a shut-in. I had no friends at that time, other than some friends who lived south of me, but I only saw them every once in a while. So really, I didn't really have the normal college experience. I didn't have college buddies, really, because my roommate actually ended up going to an entirely, I think he was in a different country for six months Well, I was living in my apartment. How
0: do you not know where he was?
1: I I just don't remember. Oh, okay. (laughs) I know he wasn't there, but I don't remember if he was. I don't remember if he was because I I think he went out of. I know he did go out of country, but I don't know if he was out of country for that six months or if he was. No, he, (laughs) he was in the landscape architecture program. Oh, cool. So he went all over the place. So I don't know if he was in somewhere in the United States. Or if that was when he went out of country, I can't remember. I feel like it was probably out of country considering the time, but I'm not 100 percent sure.
0: Yeah, I mean either way. Either way, honestly, uh, just to piggyback on what I think you're saying, because I came in here and opened a beer and was listening for a second. Um, clearly, don't quit your job frivolously. Like there are, there yes. are, <laughs> there are established agree established agreements that you make with your employers. What I what we're talking about, I think. Is unacknowledged agreements where they think that they can make you do shit that you have no knowledge of being of having agreed to that. Like, um, let's say for instance, like let's just uh, let's just throw heavy insinuation in here. I don't want to get political at all, but like somebody was asking me, I was in a debate with somebody that was trying to say that racism isn't real, and they were like, "What would you do if a cop pointed their gun at you?" Or, you know, and I was like, uh, are we presupposing that I was just walking down the street? And they're like, what if a cop would just say, whatever you're doing, the cop pointed a gun at you. I'd be like, I'd tell the cop to eat my asshole. Like, why the fuck would I? Com- why would I put my hand? I tell him to eat my asshole and get it get more people here to fucking start videotaping it. You know, it's like, why the fuck do you think that a just a cop having that authority? He thinks that he can tell you to do whatever he wants. Fuck all that shit, dog. You know what I mean? The same, that's kind of how I think about the whole, like, hey, you got to work on Friday thing that we didn't agree to, but you're going to get fired if you don't. It's like, dude, fuck you.
1: (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Fuck that whole. And that's the other thing, too, is the whole, really the the whole store, the whole store. Well, maybe if y'all would fucking run this place better, you wouldn't need the entire fucking staff to work on Black Friday and the night before Black Friday if y'all would fucking do your shit correctly. There's no excuse. Do you see every fucking Walmart employee working? No. They have... Oh, it's so fucking irritating. Yeah, fuck Also, it's fucking Black Friday at
0: a goddamn hardware store. Eat my whole fucking (laughs) cock. So is this like the eat my asshole episode or what, Brad? We we should probably talk about something else. (laughs) nah
1: man I'm down to vent for this is bit. just me bitching about I just fucking bitched about me having a bad job for literally 40 minutes hey this will
0: get the this will get people who are interested in listening to get to know us better I guess even though I haven't really revealed much yeah <laughs> yeah this is the get to know Matt's
1: fucking whole work history episode alright also I did go on about how like that's the thing is I did talk about how cool that fucking job was it, oh that's like, right that, yeah. I guess that's another estimate is that can really show like if you're a fucking manager and maybe you think that you're an asshole Listen to these words. A job can be fucking cool, but people like bad managers make jobs shitty. Oh, 100%. That job was more like even with the shitty aspects of putting out groceries, I could have fucking dealt with it if management wasn't total fucking morons.
0: I 100% agree, man. I guess we'll keep going with this then. Uh, so I was I did a lot of training. I went to Korea to teach English and shit. So I have like a lot of experience with like teaching people how to do shit. I'm in no way, shape or form a fucking educator, like a teacher, you know whatever. Even though I'm gonna get my fucking PhD here soon from Thomas Francis University, but um, I'm in no way, shape, or form like a legitimate like teacher, teacher, like a history teacher, fucking English teacher. But I have a lot of experience with like on-the-job training and like leading training programs and stuff like that. I will fucking straight up tell everybody that's listening to this: uh, if you are ever in a position to teach somebody, don't be one of those people that goes off by the books, or don't have this like have this delusion of grandeur where you're in charge and everybody knows it. You need to go into like either management, teaching, training scenario, and you need to level yourself with your audience. And honestly, I even think that it freaking applies to like elementary school and middle school teachers. Like I did teacher's aid stuff for a while, and I took kids and I was like, hey, let's take care of this stuff. Let's go through this. You teach me. Like, you know what I mean? You got to level yourself to those people. And if you're a manager and you act like you're on your high horse and just give people orders all day long – they're probably either going to subvert you or like report you for any bullshit that you accidentally pull. You know, if you make a mistake or something, they're probably going to go to your boss. Dude, the best way to teach people and earn their respect is fucking level with them and be like, hey, look here. We have a common goal and this is what we're going to do rather than be like, this is what you're going to do. And if you don't do it, I'm going to be pissed. You Know what I mean?
3: Exactly. It's
1: I just I, I've never understood where people get these power trips. It, it makes no sense to me. I hate being in charge of people. It's terrible. I like
0: I like it, but I, I think rather... I fucking I'd take a different approach than some people, though. Well, I mean, I, I think it's
1: less that I'm, I I dislike being in charge of people and that I have to tell them what to do. I'm much more of a I will happily collaborate with groups of people who know what the fuck they're doing. But me being like I like tell, like saying I need you to do X Y Z task is different than like. like an intimidation tactic to be to be to make sure that it gets done like it's not it just needs to get done or something blah 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 it's hey i need this to get done somebody please do this it's it's literally just different ways of saying shit but people don't get it and that's why bad management is the biggest fucking killer i think
0: the biggest thing with it with subordinates students anyone that you are teaching or let's just say you have a buddy over and you're teaching him how to fucking like I don't know. Let's just say, let's just pretend you're like a, you're oh, okay. Never mind. Well, let's just say like, I'm a, I'm a pretty, I'm a half decent cook. I know how to cook food. I have my buddy come over that doesn't know jack shit about cooking. I'm not just going to be like, this is what you do. And this is how you make the food. And the, there's the food there. No, you do you need to tell them you need to have the expertise and understanding of this is why this works. This is why this happens. This is what this is. This is where this comes from. This is why, you know what I mean? Like you, in order to be a good teacher and a good manager, I feel like you need to have asked your ask the why question about a thousand fucking times to the point where it's pointless. You know what I mean?
1: No, one hundred percent. We, yeah. we, it's, we've got this idea in so many areas of management that power comes from being able to tell people what to do rather than how to do it. Yeah, there's no power in confidence.
0: Like, I'm fucking. I see right through. Yeah, shit. it's.
1: Exactly, so it's this weird idea where it's like I'm the leader because I want you to feel like I'm always in charge, and not I'm the leader because I'm taking charge. Yeah,
0: I trust ever I've trusted every single leader in my life that has shown me that they know what the common goal is, more, like as well or more than I do as like a as a you know student or like somebody in the, like a subordinate or whatever. But like if if my boss can show me just you know by fucking. Showing a demonstration of what the fuck we're supposed to do or explaining it, and I know that they know what they're doing, dude. Earn my respect right away. I do not get any, I'm not giving exactly. any respect to some motherfucker that's just saying, do this or you're fired. It's like, whatever, man. Yeah, you're super confident. Fuck you.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's, and it's usually the people and the, and it's such a like a weird downhill fucking sp- like spin too because bad management makes good people leave and then. All like when that you know shithead manager gets a promotion because some other shithead manager you know got some other shithead promotion, then the next shithead who you know is you know that other like the one person that you know sucks up to their shithead boss becomes a you know becomes a shithead boss, and then it just starts a whole another cycle of just absolute garbage people getting promoted to be garbage people toward other garbage people yeah i think
0: there could be another like i think there could be another entirely like long conversation about like corporate america and corporate infrastructure because we both worked inside of it and i think we're both like we have like a good enough perception of what the fuck is going on around us to be able to identify some of these like the games that people play uh because like what you're kind of describing at least in my ears is like somebody playing the game of corporate america and and knowing exactly what they need to do and like the the hoops they need to go through in order to just get by wherein the people that are true experts they get left behind in the dust because they don't want the experts to leave the team because the experts are what's fucking holding this place up on stilts you know what i mean Oh Oh, one hundred percent, dude. It bothers me so fucking much, dude. That's why, like, I want to be—I want to be my own fucking boss in the future. And it's not because I'm not good at anything else, and I'm not—I'm not able to fucking be on a team. I think I'm a great team player, and I—I I want like whatever common goal there is. I want us to succeed in that. But what has battered me down is the expectation to play this fucking game that everyone knows we're playing, but no one talks about it. And it's like, fuck your games, dog. I want to be able to be – I want to be recognized for my merit, not for how I play a game that is uh, in the zeitgeist. You know, like like for one thing that I know for sure is fucking real by experience, and essentially the military is a giant corporation. So I've been working in corporations for like 10 years, right? Um, in the military, how a commander gets a, gets the next fucking star or gets, like, a full bird colonel, gets a fucking silver oak leaf, what they do is they enter a position in a in a command position and they change something. No matter how well that thing was working previous to them joining this, the entity that they're joining, they take something and they change it. And they put it on a bullet point and they say, I changed this, it did X, Y, Z. There's no, there's no notification or investigation into the negative ramifications of that, unless it's like huge, you know? But, like, that's going on at my current place of work right now. People showed up, fucking, completely, fucking, completely just went ridiculous with it. They like It's Dunning-Kruger effect for sure. Like They came in thinking they know exactly how our process works, changed a bunch of shit, fucked it up, but this guy's definitely going to be gone in a year, and he's going to be going to another higher echelon and position because he changed something, and he, that's, that's something that is desirable in a corporate America. But who the fuck wants shit to be changed for the worse ever, but they don't see it like that. They, they see you're a guy that changes stuff. You know how to change stuff. So we're going to put you in a higher position of power, which to me fucking bothers me. That's what I'm saying. Like, I want to be my own boss because uh, fuck all this shit. Fuck this like string of fucking f- a thousand people that are all working together or working against each other to get to another. High- I don't know, dude, the whole fucking thing bothers me big time. It's a big game.
1: It's total horseshit. I mean, and that like, oh, hopefully oh, like in my, in my the corporate environment, I, played the game a little bit not so much to like suck up but I definitely was kind of one of those people where it was like if there was an opportunity and I, I think I I ended up I think I shot myself on the foot more than anything because I I didn't really understand the game I think is more what it was is I thought that the more that I like the more that I offered to do like additional projects or learn new things would make me more valuable across the board but instead it just made me a staple of the team that I was already on boom
0: that's the, yeah that's the thing it's it's, it's weird it's like you got to balance out you got to balance out being a star player and but also being the middle ground where it's like you want to be you want to shine enough where people recognize you but you don't want to be the North Star. You don't want to be the one that they know is going to be the go-to. Hey, if we have an emergency, we need to get a bunch of shit done. Let's go to that guy. You don't want to be that guy in corporate America because you're in, you're too valuable to even to be able to do lateral movements within the company, let alone fucking uh like upward progress. Because uh, from what I understand within the corporate game is that your highest producing or high best you know seller or whatever it is like your best guy in your team is probably cutting corners. But the thing is that we don't really talk about it that much because that fucking guy's getting shit done. You know what I mean?
1: yeah it's it's ridiculous like and also i mean maybe this is just me but uh ageism is horseshit as far as the like oh you can't discriminate people based on their advanced age because for sure i didn't get a lot of opportunities because i was young not because i wasn't intelligent like that's and that's just a full that's fully there there are no young managers in corporate america there's just not no i think I think my
0: manager that I had when I first joined this uh you know mysterious corporate entity that we both worked for um I think he was like 35 or so and he's like he, yeah that's yeah, really about young. when they start giving yeah, it to he, you yeah well he's a fucking and, they, and fast that's what it is you, they just give it to you they're like
1: oh you're in your mid 30s here's a management position why and you're, you look you look like you can tell people what to mm-hmm. do i mean and i can i, I can get that from like I, it's it's a weird thing cuz like i do understand like i wouldn't even though obviously i knew what the fuck i was talking about and i had valid opinions and i could have easily you know, at least maybe not been a manager, but like I could have been, like, I don't want to say groomed because that's a weird way, but like I could have been, t- like, in, I could have been put in that, like, toward that path because I knew my shit so much. But I also can see that you wouldn't want to see my 24, 25 year old ass in charge of
0: anyone. No, I, I, <laughs> that's just bad. I, optics. I agree. I, I do agree with that though. I think you need a certain level it's such of education. a weird experience. thing. In order to, like, be able to lead people, especially people that are, like, 35, 40, 45 years old, you know, there's people that are always going to be uh, workers, and they're not going to be managers, and some people like that. But, it, I mean, it is, the ageism thing is fucking bullshit, and definitely we didn't get uh, promoted to higher positions. Uh, even though, w- weirdly enough, like, I was, I was like, a evaluator, like, giving people, like, certifications to be able to teach other people the military, but I think that must be a different thing from corporate America, like the corporate corporate America. Um, cause right now I can't see myself like, even I'm like almost 30, 30 years old. I think I might have a couple more years to be promoted beyond that. But like, I think part of the problem is, is that in corporate corporate America, where you have people that are working one position for 25 fucking years, and then they just go and retire. Uh, those people are less inclined yeah. to believe a 24 year old as compared to like a 35 year old, you know?
1: Exactly. And that's, that's what this, like it's, it always just makes me laugh that like, they act as if ageism isn't one hundred percent directed toward young people. They they like they they give you all these modules like don't be ageist and it's like but really are you are you sure that this module is correct because I've never seen anybody that's been too old for any promotion ever. No,
0: and honestly, like the ageism thing is just completely wrapped around technology. And and some older people's refusal to learn the new technology. So they're trying. I mean, I mean, I'm sure it's like just people that are in power in Congress, lobbyists, all that shit like that. They're like, I'm old as fuck, too. And I don't understand it. So you can't get fired for not understanding Excel. It's like, well, you should. You should be fired for not understanding Excel. If you have to right click and copy something, you're you need to get the fuck out of my department.
1: I mean, not even at that level, but that's how I feel. saying like, oh, you can't be promoted. I mean, there's like also that, but like, oh, you didn't get this. Pro- I didn't get this promotion because, uh, you know, they think I might retire in five years. Oh. That's never happened. I think it if has. You're, if you're applying I bet for that I happened. mean, it might, ha- but like way less than, oh, that kid looks, that kid's still barely, you know, I, I, I like I'll fully, admit, I have a fucking baby face. If I shave my beard, I look like I'm 19 years old and there's no one that would look at me and be like, I should respect that guy. Like in an office environment, I would look like a jackass if I tried to tell anybody what to do. And that's just that's just how life awkwardly works is there is just some people who don't have – when they're younger, just don't look like they should be in charge. And whether or not they should, corporate America is like, uh, well, they don't look like it, so fuck them. We're going to give it to this person who barely knows what they're doing because they look like they know what they're doing.
0: Yeah, I, I'm i kind of torn on that because I, I agree with you. Uh, I also think there is something to, uh, like actions and words are equally or like equivocal in the office because clearly your ability to do the job well is very, very important, but also your communication skills and ability to command a room. That's also very important. And I don't think a lot of 24 year olds have that skill.
1: You know you what know? I No, no. Like, yeah, 100%. I don't th- That's the other thing is I, I also don't believe that young people shouldn't be in management. I just am saying, like, I think it's funny that they, they try to say that ageism is toward older people much, like, when it, in reality, much more is toward young people.
0: Thousand, a thousand percent. I get... there. I think there's a whole calculus there there, though. Like, how many new people are coming into a job compared to how many old people are... Leaving jobs, I don't even know what that ratio is these days. Like, if you have a guy that's just like yeah, a bullshit artist, dude, dude, like you could you could run the risk of hiring a fucking bullshit artist, twenty four year old that makes his way up to the ranks. I guess a good example would be fucking uh, the Office, Ryan. You know, he like fucking worked his way up, yeah, yes. and then he <laughs> and then he defrauded the company for a bunch of money. He's like the youngest VP or whatever. Like that's kind of an exaggerated yeah, example, that. but I mean. But it's also not. Yeah. <laughs> it's the crazy
1: part. Like, it's. It's. Yeah, it's, it's all weird. That's why I like. That's why I want to. Again, that's why I'm fucking busting my ass making podcasts every week, making YouTube videos, learning how to do stand up comedy, learning how to shoot photographs. I'm doing all these other fucking things so that eventually I can be like, you know what? Fuck this system. I'm going to go make two grand charging $100 to t- 20 different people over the course of two days. To shoot fucking photography, like fucking portrait photographs for an hour and a half each, and I can make two grand in literally 16 hours.
0: Why do you think that uh, more photography um, students don't do that? Because I know a few people... It's super expensive. No, 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 no. no, no, no I mean, I'm, saying, the... I'm saying, like, so I have a, I have, I guess I'm not really associated with her much anymore. Like, uh, this person was a pretty close friend of my wife and I, and she was a great photographer, um, and last I knew that she was like managing a Starbucks and you're saying like, you can go teach people how to take photographs. Like she's a very skilled photographer oh, there's and I'm wondering none, like, why but the fuck doesn't teach, she do that? Why doesn't she just do a seminar? Is it like, uh,
1: I mean, there's, yeah, there, well, that's the thing is I, I've been teaching Like I've been teaching, my, that's the other thing I've been teaching myself, YouTube, about marketing and online like coursework and shit like mm-hmm. that. But literally, uh, I, I, I've been following all these photographers and this dude literally talked about how to make $3,000 in a weekend and i was like holy fucking like shit shoot through that is weddings? the no dude literally what it is is you find 10 people and you say you, like you uh, you know somebody needs linkedin photos or some shit like that or anything you say uh for for a hundred dollars i'll do a an hour and a half photo shoot with you and you do that with 10 people that's a thousand dollars in one in like, a, like, day. A, t- like a day like 10 hour to 15
0: 15 fucking hour day an hour and a half each person you gotta and travel then, to them
1: yeah, and that's an hour and a half even. Like, well, no, you would probably, you know, have them set up. Like, you'd probably set up a studio. You can also, like, rent fucking studios, mm. too. So, like, you'd eat a little bit of the cost. But, like, say it costs $500 for two days to rent a studio. You book 20 fucking things. 20, or, like, and maybe even do an hour. Like, I say hour and a half because that would be, like, my rate as a beginner. Yeah. But, like, say you, like, actually figure your shit out and you know what the fuck you're doing. And you can actually edit photos and take photos. And if you're a photographer, you would know what the fuck you're doing. Like, I obviously wouldn't do it now. But, like, when I eventually learn how to do all that of shit do $100 for an hour session, take fucking pictures for all these people that want their, you know, they want like a LinkedIn photo or like they need some sort of portrait, whatever. Hundred And like, there's probably, there's so many people to be like, yeah, $100 for a professional photo, like shoot, 100%. Like, you can do that with 20 people in a weekend. Boom, two grand. That's literally, that's like a month's worth of money for Yeah, but how many
0: jackasses with a DSLR camera are trying to pull this fucking scam without actually having to scale? Oh, a lot,
1: a lot, a lot, a lot. That's kind of spooky, man. uh, That's, that's, I mean, you don't just like do this out the bat. Like, obviously you set up, like you have a fucking, like you have a, this isn't just like, ma- like, m- you know, make money quick. This is once you are, once you understand photography, you have like an online portfolio and people want your photos, then you just set up, like you reach out and, to people and be like, Hey, like, and you know, I, I working in the Des Moines comedy scene, I can't imagine that uh, like it not, maybe not like 20 comedians, but just based on the fact that I know at least Probably fifty people. That maybe ten of those people wouldn't mind, you know, paying me some money. And even even then, like let's say I give them a discount. I give that, you know, I you know uh, ten dollars or ten people, at, you know, fifty dollars. That's still five hundred dollars. And then they might know other people. Like it it literally just comes down to networking and also having the you know the photographs to actually back your shit up.
0: Man, I think I'm I'm I would be just a terrible businessman because like I don't know, dude. I, I I so. I, I'm doing this hot sauce thing, right? And I want my hot sauce to speak for itself. My wife is an amazing graphic designer, so I have to keep up. I need to make the my product as good as as her graphic design is, right? Uh, by the way, Iowa Pepper Co. on Instagram, you know? I would but uh, so I, I'm a terrible fucking uh, businessman because, like, I'm getting. I'm getting hit up by these other like Des Moines businesses. Like, Hey, I see you make hot sauce in Des Moines. Hey, do you want me to take photos for you? Hey, I do this. You want a website made? And in my head, I'm like, fuck you, man. Like you're literally like using this. Like, I don't know. It just seems so slimy, dude. It's like, like, Hey, I saw your stuff. And like, rather than just like, just like telling me that they are into my shit, they go about it. They go about fucking pitching me their shit where oh yeah I've, i mean contacting people directly oh, is totally fucking fucked, makes me cringe so that's fucking hard dude it's like bro i no. don't want your fucking photos i don't want your website no, that's terrible i just want to fucking sell hot sauce so eat my butthole fan i guess like you like my shit but like i'm not <laughs> gonna fucking hang out with you no, to it, fucking see your shit because you like my shit let me find your stuff organically it's also like a half a lot of the shit's also scam like yeah Whereas versus what you
1: would do like in like, with the way that like the method I'm talking about is, I would just post on like in one comedy page, be like, hey, I have the studio for this much money. I'll do an hour long thing, get you some portraits, blah blah blah, for sure, like shit like that. And that's literally what I would do. Is and you do that. I mean, obviously, that's not going to be something you do all the time because you're not going to have that type of clientele. But that's what like. The, like life of a photographer is is it's not like just a consistent source of income it's how can i make this much money doing this at this time and then you just have like a random like f- flux of different amounts of income and then also shooting weddings is like that's Yo, like that is really like the entry not the entry level but that is like the uh, that's like the entry level professional level i guess if that makes sense like yeah. that's where you're finally professional enough that somebody's like hey shoot my cousin's wedding For however much money, because obviously, you know, and that's because it's like, all right, I know you, I know, you know, and obviously, you you wouldn't just like recommend a beginner fucking photographer to shoot a wedding because that's such a that's such that's literally like the most budgets. Yeah, you don't, it's also like you don't fuck up wedding photos, so like that's that's
0: like the worst photos to possibly, bro, it's pretty fucking easy to fucking take wedding photos. Yeah, there's an art to it. Anybody that's a big photographer here, fuck off for a second, like. Honestly, a wedding, wedding photos, there is an art to getting certain photos, but let's be real here. Anyone that displays their wedding photos, they take maybe three of those photos and they display them in their home and no one ever sees them ever fucking again. You oh, know, yeah. it's like, I mean, just get a few uh, of them and then have everyone else take fucking cell phone pics and you're good to go.
1: But it's also like, there's the, the thing with that is like, there's specific shots that you get. Like you, obviously you get the ring shot and then like a couple others but the big thing with shooting uh, weddings though is you have to know like you have to be you have to have worked as a photographer and events to before you go to a wedding cuz you don't want to just be in the middle of shit is a big Yeah thing. but I
0: mean I mean my kind of point is how cliche it is a wedding photographer these days when everybody has high quality cameras in their their pockets, which don't get me wrong, hundred percent respect to photographers. I think that what you guys do is an art. I think it's a skill and I'm not discrediting that that at all. But what I'm saying is that you can hire a fucking wedding photographer for fucking three photos and they'd be fine. That would really hurt wedding photographers. But realistically, in my opinion, that no one gives a fuck how good those goddamn random fucking like, Oh, the look at the bridesmaids talking to the bride. Look how fucking cute that is. Nah, dude, people would much rather see a fucking weird and candid angle from the fucking, from the crowd than seeing, like, a weird, like, a really, like, well-edited photo, in my personal opinion. I might just be a fucking idiot, but, like, seriously, dude, I don't think <laughs> I anybody mean, gives a fuck about, like, a thousand photos at a wedding. People want three.
1: I mean, I disagree only in the fact that, like, we make such a hot shit about weddings. that Like, I, I, I... I think it's just it's hard to believe that people don't care. Maybe maybe that's my thing. I, like, I, I think literally had a... I
0: think that maybe we shouldn't.
1: I think that maybe, like, I can agree with you in that, like, it is kind of an overhyped thing, and we, like, no one in the end really does care, but I think that it's such an important thing p- to people, like, at the time that it's such a viable... I mean, it's, ki- like, it's kind of scummy in a weird way when you yeah, look at it, because it's literally, yep. like, capitalizing on the fact It's like, I can probably charge these people... Yep two grand and they're going to pay it. Cause like two grand in a giant wedding, like that costs, like everything's just stacked in a wedding anyway. Mm-hmm. So it's like, what's another fucking two grand? Like we're already dumping 20 grand into this. And if you thing. don't charge so, a
0: certain amount, then you're going to seem like you're not as good of a, of a uh, photographer. So you have to, you have to have a competitive rate so that people will buy into it because like you just said, dude, it's all stacking. And they're like, Oh yeah, what's another two grand? Like you said, dude. But honestly, oh, I, yeah. I, so I was the best man in my, my best friend's wedding. And the, the photographer was a, was cumbersome like she's a great she did a great job but honestly I don't I didn't feel like I needed to fucking be there fucking standing there for fucking 50 photos and then you know what I go over to my buddy's house all the time there's four fucking photos from that goddamn wedding in there yeah it is a bunch of a bunch of uh memories and it's great but like disallowing the audience from taking cell phone pictures honestly yeah sure it does like keeping people's phones in their pockets keeps people focused on the fucking wedding or whatever and having a photographer that's fine but like dude i mean i don't know i just feel like it's a fucking racket i'm i'm gonna be honest i respect photographers but wedding photography is a fucking racket it's a ripoff 1000 percent, dude
3: oh yeah
1: but i mean (laughs) people gotta live that's what, that's where i'm going man i'm fucking i'm in this i'm i'm done working for the fucking man i'm ready to start scamming people you know Fuck it. you know so we're
0: getting <laughs> we're getting kind of late on this but um yeah, I yeah. Say we're we're we're, we're I, at I time do, i do so have an idea i, I do have whenever. an idea though um so i think we have in des moines comedy scene i know that we have a, a really talented photographer that's in the comedy scene i'm not gonna i don't know yeah he's yeah the the should i i don't know is it weird for us to say names or like is that gonna blow people i don't really fucking know uh i think that it's better yeah. like i don't know i mean whatever uh I'll just,
1: I'll just, yeah it's, it's okay there's a dope guy that if, and if you're in des moines you probably already know who the fuck we're talking about and if you don't uh, get into the des moines scene and find out who
0: it is yeah so i'm thinking like if you're interested in photography or whatever wouldn't that be kind of like a cool thing to just like provide new comics with like a fucking headshot or whatever just to be like dude put this on your instagram you know or whatever it's like give me fucking whatever 20 bucks and yeah, it's like, that That seems like it'd be a cool
1: service to oh, your yeah. local scene. And he's definitely about that life. Yeah, it's like, hey, man, like, just
0: go stand in front of us, a weird wall, and then look at me really strangely for, like, 10 seconds. I'll take a bunch of photos, and I'll pick one oh, yeah. out and give it to you.
1: You know, like... Oh, dude, he for sure, like, hooked uh, when, when I was doing Beowulf shows, he would hook us up with cheaper rates. Oh, hell yeah. We'd pay him, like, 50 bucks, and he'd shoot for the night. Like, wow, that's awesome. And that's not his rate, No, for that's sure. way low. Like... It, Yeah, like, that's why, again, I don't want to put him out and be like, oh, yeah, you can just tell him this much. Yeah, that's what I mean. I don't want to advertise He would would reduce his rates. Yeah, Yeah, he would reduce his rates for friends because, you know, that's what you fucking do, and that's what I would do. Like, well, I have, and this is a fucking, you know, maybe not a scheme, but, like, this is for sure something I'm going to do eventually uh, is I'm buying all this fucking camera equipment. Eventually, I'm just going to be like, hey, for, like, 50 bucks, I'll shoot your fucking open mic set, edit it, and give it to you. Oh, shit. So, the like, it, (laughs) like, and maybe not, maybe not an open mic set. Yeah, I think like, an open mic. I don't try, think anybody did an open mics. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, you want to watch 50 me bucks fucking mics? That might be a lot, you but, but you like,
0: wa- you want to watch me just, you want to watch me just fucking like work out material and just rant at the crowd and maybe not get laughs for fucking yeah. two or three or minutes. Maybe, yeah, <laughs> I think that
3: might
1: be one of those things where it's like I would, I would just offer it and be like, hey, like, because there, there are some times when you're like, hey, I really want somebody to record this oh, yeah. because I'm gonna use it as a submission or whatever, and then I might be like, yeah, give me fifty bucks and I'll make it look good. Because I mean, again, like, I just bought a fucking, I have a. 500 camera i just bought a fucking 400 lens like i have a decent fucking rig set up now yeah. like i've got like my camera is actually pretty fucking banging i'm super excited for my lenses to come in so i can play with it but like that's what i mean like it's literally i'm basically gonna just kind of be trying to cover my cost back so it's like hey rather than getting a fucking janky you know phone video where the audio is fucked up how about you let me mic you up and i film it on my thing so that you have good audio and you have a like profession maybe not professionally, but like a person who does like video stuff, edit this for you. Maybe not even
0: fifty bucks. Like fifty bucks is just kind of the number <laughs> on my You're head. Just it's fu- like chipping yourself down. <laughs> okay, how about thirty bucks? Okay, never mind. I'm not that good. How about 25 I mean like no, okay. it just, how about it, I do it, it for free.
1: Fifty is basically my baseline, but like if somebody's like I can't really do fifty, I'd be like, look, I got this is just where I was sitting it but if somebody's like, Could you do it for twenty, I'd be like, I can probably fucking do it for twenty. Like
0: Bro, you know how like you know how um culture has kind of like is like like niche hipster stuff goes in waves, you know? So like right now, like photography, or I guess, yeah, I should still say like now, like hipster, like a photography is kind of like a hip thing, you know? What, (laughs) since I'm such a, like a fucking laissez faire photographer, like I am not allowed to like take a photo for like product imagery. It's just like, if I take it, it's, one shot and i don't give a fuck it's just like that it looks fine <laughs> move on bro what if what if society evolves to the point where like people want my attitude towards photography they're like bro can you come take some pho- take the yeah. fucking picture can you come to my wedding and take like six photographs and leave because that's that'd be really hip of you I'd be like yeah dude i got shit to do i'll, fucking <laughs> Hell yes. up. I'll take a few photos and fucking leave Hell and throw yes. them. i'll fucking airdrop them to you bro retro <laughs> phone <laughs> shoots dude retro phone bro, shoots d- <laughs>
1: be like yeah, i got a retro <laughs> i got a retro iphone photographer for my wedding Bro, flip phone oh, dude fuck. you
0: should see uh, they, they shot the entire thing on a razor Bro, even before that I have a fucking I had a Kyocera when, so the last t- the last, last t- <laughs> most recent time I went to New York City I had a Kyocera flip phone and I took some fucking rad photos but they're the worst photos ever. <laughs> like, I, like <laughs> biking over the Brooklyn Bridge and shit, taking fucking photos, going to, like, re- you know, like, niche places and taking just photos of, like, fucked up bathrooms and shit. And, like, my phone is all in black and white, and you can barely see what's going on. Dude, I bet, man, I should keep that fucking flip phone around. I could sell those photos for, like, I don't know, f- five bucks each. Somebody buy them? Fuck yeah,
1: dude. That's uh, <laughs> That would be... <laughs> Dude, eventually, just hang on to him Eventually, when fucking phone photography becomes retro You'll be out of the curtain. Dude,
0: yeah, what if it's like uh, what? It's like everybody's becoming so good at photography Because everybody's so into Instagram And, you know, all that other shit Everybody's so into, like, taking these You know, perfect photos And I don't give a fuck People are like, "Dude, we need so- who's the le- who's the fucking who's the blade? Who's who's the guy that doesn't give a fuck and is going against all the rules and doesn't even give a shit about all the social media crap." Be like, "I I don't give a fuck." Be like, "Dude, we need you to take photos of our of our wedding. We need just like out of focus, kind of blurry photos that you clearly didn't put enough fo- thought into to actually make it good or like you don't know proportions, you don't know what's the center of it. You don't know what a vignette is all that shit like that. Dude, just take all as many photos as you want. And be like, "Cool, bro. I'll take 10 of them. And I'll just chill in the back drinking wine." I'll fucking slide into the frame later. <laughs> Fuck yeah, dude! Absolutely. Full circle, baby.
1: One hundred percent. But yeah, like I'm just like, I, I I I think my like I just I started kicking my desire to be my own boss into high gear after this shit job that I've recently acquired.
0: Yeah. Honestly, I'm not gonna lie to you. I kind of like saw through the uh, the haze. After a little while, like, I'm a, I am feel like I'm uh, self-admittedly I'm a good employee, dude. I do everything I need to do, and I go above and beyond what I need to do. Um, but like I said before, I have underst- I understand now that, like, dude, you got to just don't be in the middle of the pack. Be just ahead of the pack, but don't fucking lead, and that's how you get ahead. And I was like, I don't want to do that. I don't want to be that guy, dude. If I'm going to do something, I'm going full fucking just hard as fuck into something if I'm going to actually do it, and I can't do that in corporate America because then I'm going to get sequestered into a little fucking cubicle where they're like, that's where the best guy works right there, and he's going to stay there, and I'm not that guy. I'm a a bright, shining star, motherfucker.
1: Exactly. (laughs) Fuck mediocrity, and that's what fucking corporate America, goddamn, like, it rewards mediocrity, and I've never fucking attempted to be mediocre. Now I'm just waiting until eventually I learn enough. Like, I've probably got like five more years before I can be at all marketable, which kind of fucking sucks, but well, I'm working well, we on it. We need to do... That's what comedy is for. We just need for. to get comedy. our fucking...
0: Our Thomas Francis University PhDs. <laughs> exactly.
1: Yeah. That's what we fucking need. We need, our, we need our real fake degrees. Our real fake degrees <laughs> is that we
0: have a real fake thesis, a uh, combined thesis of the Bell Witch that we'll publish online <laughs> and... We fucking, can fucking change the way that YouTube videos are made these days, dude. There's gonna be about a fucking, fucking thousand <laughs> new Bell Witch YouTube videos based on our thesis paper. You know that for sure. Feeling fucking stepbrothers. Brothers. Actually,
1: we're gonna get this degree together. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs>
0: we're gonna if we're gonna go to college as a team. Yeah, we're here together. We're getting a joint PhD. We're getting one degree together. We're gonna to share it. <laughs> we're getting a joint PhD. Uh, can you print <laughs> off another one so I can literally roll one. into a joint?
1: <laughs> we get to it's a two for one degree. We just mail it back and forth
0: whenever we need it. Just fucking photocopy it, dog. It doesn't matter to me. It'll be in a be Fuck. in a fucking frame out of out of frame probably. That I'll just tell people. No, well, I we have it every once in a while. We to determine
1: fucking your wife is gonna make us real fake mm-hmm. degrees? Yes, we're gonna be we're gonna be doctors. And we can
0: legitimately go on ancient aliens. And be like, okay, everybody, here I'm doing a bunch of big air air hands right now. What we have not thought about in previous episodes, I got to talk just like, just kind of like Alex Jones. What we've
2: not talked about in previous episodes is that the reality of our world is that we live in a temporally fucking intersected world where the Bell, bell Witch is swooping in and out of our reality, and she's specifically targeting me. Eyes out. <laughs>
3: And then I come in. it's is an interview between Dr. <laughs> Phil and Alex Jones.
2: <laughs> Dr. Phil, I know that you, you are a hardened veteran. And you have had multiple experiences with the Bell, Bell Witch. How's that fucking Bell Witch been treating you? I have been
3: seeing the Bell Witch in my dreams. She has been yelling at me. She gets in my face and tells me that I need to just shave the rest of my bald head so that I don't have one of those weird hair ring things, and I need to stop telling people that I'm a doctor when I'm really not, even though I have another real fake degree. Well, here's,
2: here's the thing, Dr. Phil, is that... Uh, Bell Witch told me the complete opposite thing. Bell Witch told me that I need to grow extra hair, which means I need to go to JoeRogan.com, I need to go to Honey.com, and I need to get all of his nootropics. And I need to take so many nootropics that my brain starts coming out of my head, and I need to make brain-shaped spaghetti hair on top of my head, and I need to go tell everybody that I'm a doctor. And I need to tell them specifically that I'm a cryptozoologist from Thomas, Thomas Francis University. And if I do that, then I'll succeed in life. Even though I'm completely succeeding in life. Even though that one time that I told everybody that the Sandy Hook Massacre was fake because I ate too big of a bowl of chili the night before. Besides that, I'm going to be completely successful in the fact that I have spaghetti brain hair. And I'm a doctor.
3: That sounds completely reasonable to me.
2: Well, because you know, that spaghetti brain hair people like Nancy Pelosi and Chuck Schumer. They don't know nothing. They're making the frogs gay.
3: That fucking water down there, and where was it? the 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 Philippines? They got the chemicals in the waters turning them frogs into other gendered frogs.
2: It's all, it's interdimensional vampire aliens. Bell Witch fucking, the Bell Witch is telling them to turn themselves gay and be transgender and all that yeah. other stuff that I'm trying to dog whistle to get people upset about.
3: The fucking Bell Witch is an interdimensional psychic vampire, and we need to put a stop I'm to it. pretty sure
2: that the Bell Witch and Hillary Clinton are very good friends, and they hold hands from time to time, and I've seen them. I've seen them in my dreams, Dr. Phil. The Bell Witch and Hillary Clinton are very good friends.
3: I can 100% believe it. Have you seen the look in her eyes? She's been hypnotized and mesmerized by the Bell Witch, and we need to make sure that people go over... To our fucking website at Travis... Whatever the... Fra- Thomas Francis... Excuse me. Thomas Francis University. Tra- Tra- Travis, Travis Francis
2: University is my other website where uh, I go hunt down pedophiles by posting explicit links to pedophile websites. I mean, it's it's all about finding pedophiles, not being pedophiles.
3: You, you have to get an expansive child porn collection in order to lure child predators.
2: Don't you understand... That they came into my brain and they made me do it. And I ate a big-ass bowl of chili before I did it, too. <laughs> <laughs> I,
3: I can't, can't That was some of the best character work
1: I think that I've been a part of in a very long time. <laughs> that was a lot of fun. <laughs> jesus christ that's the first time i've ever played as
0: alex jones that was really fun though
3: (laughs) (laughs) just
1: the fact that you do a decent alex jones and i do a decent dr phil just lend itself to the fucking weirdest conversation
0: I need to do like, more Fuck. research on crazy shit that uh, Alex Jones has done. <laughs> oh, that is a fun
1: bit that I absolutely hope happens again cuz that was that was good. I oh my god, we need to I think that. I
0: think at least like sporadically cuz I don't I don't I I mean personally I don't really believe in a recurring segment every single time cuz I think that's a little hacky but Every once yeah. in a while, I mean, the Bell Witch has been in every one of our episodes. <laughs> ah, no, I mean, like, if we were to go like go on another riff about who the Bell Witch is, I, I even though have we done that? Oh, no, right, right, right. <laughs> yeah, no, a running joke is a little yeah, different. Yeah, I suppose. yeah, I mean, like, I, I don't want to be like, okay, hey, let's have Doctor Phil and uh, Alex Jones talk about it every <laughs> single time. Yeah, fuck that. But like, every once yeah. in a while, I think it'd be funny. Like, we we came into this episode fully fucking committing to go talk about the cuttlefish but we didn't talk about it at all i have fucking eight eight <laughs> tabs pulled up re- related to the bell wit- or not the bellwitch <laughs> the, cut- the cuttlefish might as well be the bellwitch too but uh, related to the cuttlefish I mean, and i have, we haven't talked about shit about it we'll put that on the back burner
1: yeah i i found up an article about um astragalus funarius and i never <laughs> never even said it until now we don't
0: even know i don't even remember what that was
1: but uh, but really though it's like, an- go ahead, it's an uncommon species of milk veg. Oh man, I'm
0: sure I'm sure that if uh if Alex Jones and Dr. Phil wanted to talk about either the cuttlefish or Astro venereus <laughs> oh, whatever it. you said. <laughs> Astro venereal <Targaryens. laughs> It's Venerius
3: Targaryen's long lost cousin. Uh, <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs>
1: Fuck, Fuck man, we're we almost at an hour and a half now. This is a, <laughs> we, this is a. We were t- we did five minutes of Alex Jones, Doctor Phil role play
0: <laughs> when we were like, okay, let's get done with this, and then we're like, okay, actually, you know what we should do right now? Is we just-, <laughs> just keep fucking going. I love Fuck, it.
1: Uh, it is nine o'clock. I should probably at least quiet down a little bit. So, I think we should probably wrap it <laughs> this up. Sounds here. good, man. That
0: man, Alex Jones. I went too deep into the Alex Jones cosplay, dude. I'm like <laughs> literally sweating. <laughs> Fuck. (laughs) All right, well
3: Make sure you go on over to games.com where you can find such podcasts as Fun Pun Gaming Not Words of Time and of course Dr. Phil's personal favorite Who Gives a F as well as Mr. Matt Lamb's other podcasts that are now archived The Grove and Monster Jamboree, and of course the one that I am now speaking on The Empty Parlor dropping every Tuesday and make sure you go on over to The Punting Game Teespring where you can get all sorts of cool punting game gear and also be sure to check out Matt Lamb's other cool stuff Stuff, such as open microtomy on youtube as well as matt hates horror games where he does video game stuff on there and the other one is about him doing comedy i don't i fucked up his pitch oh don't hit me matt oh god fuck out of here dr phil you fucked me up here all right
1: That's, <laughs> i got really strange i
0: was gonna lead right back into it with the alex jones voice but it's already gone so uh <laughs> yeah I, I i beat dr phil out of my room it's uh, alex i've been fighting off alex jones for a long time now <laughs> <laughs> i've
1: just been fist fighting it's oh i don't life. know he's
0: a fucking big man dude i yeah it might be a good fight but uh, uh yeah find me on uh jeff lynch comedy on instagram find me also on i don't really post on jeff lynch comedy uh we'll figure that out once i go back on do uh on stage and stuff like that but um find me on iowa pepper co on instagram as well we are really pursuing this idea of creating a hot sauce company so check that stuff out um every once in a while we have some hot sauce that's available to the des moines area and and and, um so a few of the ones a few of the hot sauces that i've been making have not really been that shelf stable because there's like fresh fruit in them or this most recent one has been like a has been like a, cho- a chocolate habanero cinnamon maple syrup cashew sauce that i don't think also that i don't think is shelf stable either so i gotta d- kind of do experiments on seeing when things uh, spoil but once i uh, have a really stable sauce that i can send out to people hit me up in the dms dude i'll send out sauces i have them available and uh yeah just dude just keep an eye out for hot sauces man i think i make a really fucking dynamite hot sauce and I want everybody to fucking enjoy it, too. I have not enough room in my fridge and way too much delicious sauce getting pumped out of my kitchen. So hit me up. All donation-based. Donate however, however much you want. We love it. So that's all I really got, man. Iowa Pepper Co. on Instagram.
1: Hell yeah. All right, y'all. Thank y'all for listening. Goodbye. Bye. We're making the Frogs
2: gay. All right. <laughs>